Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 204 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, joined to you today by Christian Hoffer, and Adam Barnhart is back. back Hello. Megan woke up with a killer migraine, and so send her best wishes. Best wishes. Yeah, so we had to, to scrap it. everything we were going to talk about and True. had to change it all up on the fly. Because we can't really talk about the Pokemon anime without Megan. It just feels wrong. <laughs> it just it feels, feels wrong. It just feels awful and, you know, inhumane. Uh, so um, if you're new to the show, welcome. Because this is a show all about Pokemon. Where we talk about the games, the trading card of the trading card variety, the video variety. What are the games? The mobile variety. Mm-hmm. Did I miss any other game? The board, the tabletop variety. We haven't really had much on that in a while. Well, you know, but of... We still talk about it. Yeah, if there was news about tabletop games. In the... oh. Well, you know, if there was a new Pokemon Monopoly, we would talk about it here. That's true. <laughs> you know, true. that would we, happen. We would. We right. would exactly. very much talk about it. I... Uh, we also talk about Pokemon stuff, which mm-hmm. now uh, I was on the Pokemon Center website last week and I have been I've had nothing but Pokemon Center ads uh, following me for did the last you, week. <laughs> did you buy a LeChonk shirt? I did not buy a LeChonk shirt. I thought about it, and then and then I didn't. I have. I have What's the uh, major shirts. deciding factor in not buying one? I have a lot of shirts. Okay. Well, the, so what what we need to do then is burn one of your shirts, <laughs> so you have room for the LeChonk shirt. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the here's the thing. There's also the discussion is also or part of the thought process is what kind of discussion do I want to have around the shirt I'm wearing? And uh, a lot of that will go into like, do I want to explain? Are you are you embarrassed by your LeChonk fandom? No, 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 not at all. But LeChonk, but I'm not, but I'm like not the biggest LeChonk fan. I mean, there was a. There was a new Geodude, Geodude shirt. I'd buy it immediately. I mean, you you would literally that you you would literally be the only person to buy that shirt. I, but that's, that's fine. Why they, that's then, why they don't then, make it. And then they would not make it. And then and then I have a rare shirt. Uh, but like I but I bought a few like I I, buy, I bought a few Gengar shirts in the past. I mean, when we did when we 
when we did those, uh, <laughs> TJ Hunter and I, Jim can't be embarrassed. He's a Geodude fan. See, exactly. It's not that I'm a- embarrassed by LeChonk. It's just, I don't really, I don't need a LeChonk shirt. Um, look, when we did the only stitch, uh, shirts, well, when me, me, Christian and Megan did, like I, I went all in on, I got the Geodude, uh, pattern with the, the gravel or golem, uh, the, the golem in the, in the cuff. Like I went in all, all in on that with a great shirt, by the way, I gotta, I gotta pull that out more often. I love that shirt. Been, I wear my Bulbasaur shirt all the time to work. Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, all right. Well, we should probably get into some of the news. Do we have any reviews? Oh yeah, that's right. I did look, it I'm... said we did, uh, but then I went to go look and it, I don't see it there. So it's, probably still processing anyway go to itunes leave us a five-star review if you read it on the air we'll send you a sticker um what i wanted to what i wanted to to bring up today that isn't on here Uh is pokemon stadium coming to oh i totally forgot virtual console yeah Yeah, pokemon stadium like which is like here's the thing here's the thing about this news i've got i have opinions great news we're getting it right love it glad it's coming but like you have to pick from you can't use your pokemon yeah no it's it's only it's only rental teams it misses out on the best portion of it that's the that's the whole the whole point of pokemon stadium now was being able to use your team i feel like has pokemon stadium been on virtual something or another before is this the first because i I feel i for some reason i remember having this conversation before now i'm looking it up and i can't remember if maybe it was just all in my head nope nope this is the first time it's ever been released re-released um and this is just one right not two uh yeah yeah pokemon stadium will be coming out eventually i'm guessing right okay yeah sometime this year later this year yeah uh yeah so if you are if you have the nintendo online nintendo switch online thing you get access to it yeah yeah you only gotta pay it, 60 bucks per year it's so like like it's weird because like i'm excited that it's coming mm-hmm. but that novelty is like that you are playing that for pure nostalgia purposes because like the whole point of stadium the first time around was you are taking these 2d pokemon that you've been playing with for for a while and seeing them in their 3d glory for the first time yeah no we've had we've had 3d pokemon battling for over a decade now and so quite quite frankly i do not and like you know pokemon I mean, there are the mini games and those are well, those pokemon are, stadium are two has are. mini games does yeah, pokemon stadium, stadium the... one have the same oh no it does. Stadium... It has... Did it? No, 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 nope. I'm on Pokemon Stadium One. Uh, it does have many games. Yeah, so it's got Clefairy says, which it's the one where you know it's basically Simon oh, says, uh, dig, dig, dig. Uh, you throw uh, Ekans at Diglets. Uh, mm-hmm. You try to get Magikarp Splash. Uh, there's a Harden game, which I I should be great at that one. Um, uh, run Ratatat, run. That's a ma- literal mouse race. Uh, there is a game in which drow- you are trying to make other drowsy fall asleep. Uh, there's a Lickitung game, which I remember being fantastic at that one, yeah. and uh, Thundering Dynamo, um, which is you zap stuff. So yeah, two, yeah. 
two great points being made in the chat. One mm-hmm. from Ava Vaporeon. Virtual console equals gets excited, plays it once, nostalgia sorted, never play it again. Yep. Uh, that has never yep. been more true. That is that there is no truer a statement than that one. Uh and then Sc- uh, scholar saying you don't get the narrator in the modern in the modern games, which is true. I do the narrator uh, provided some some ambiance the the kind of ring announcer provided a bit of ambiance. Adam, did you was this I forget kind of where you are on the age spectrum. Were you were you in on Stadium? I was. Did you miss that? You I were? Very, very was. And that's uh, the nostalgia is uh, scratching the nostalgia itch is awesome. But if you can only nothing's worse than, than a half itch, you know, an itch that isn't itched all the way. So full send or or not. So we'll. I mean, it's not like I'm not going to play it. Um, like, yeah. I mean, like I'll I'll boot it up and like yeah. and like maybe get a battle in and then be like okay yeah that's that's the type of deal it's like oh maybe you know some things are uh, better left in memory you know and this kind of gives me those vibes this may be blasphemous but for me uh, that was Goldeneye uh, I Ooh. like I literally I played Goldeneye I downloaded Goldeneye on the Xbox I played like the first. Uh, level in the campaign and i said okay that's all i needed no, <laughs> well, never, the thing it never looked back and i who no one liked the camp i mean the campaign was fine well, no i know and playing no. on the xbox there's no multiplayer but it, but then like we we talked about the nintendo multiplayer <laughs> the whole time and like it's just awful so like i got my little bit of nostalgia fix mm-hmm. and that was it then i went back to playing destiny yeah well and that that's kind of like the problem with a lot of these games it's like i'm assuming for the stadium, will you be able to play? Like, there's no like online connected, but I'm assuming you can still do like local multiplayer. Yeah, there, there's got to be local multiplayer. Yeah. At least. So that's right. that's that's fine. Um, no, at least just figure out your friggin' online system. Like, why is it so awful? It's just so bad. We'll talk more about that later. <laughs> oh right yeah <laughs> later later day if you saw the if you see the thumbnail for the episode uh we're going to be kind of revisiting uh scarlet and violet five months later uh it'll be interesting to hear from both myself and christian who have been talking about this and playing this since day one and adam who uh, just got into it so uh stay tuned for that in the deep dive let's continue on there's a new pokemon scarlet and violet raid yeah yeah so uh they're they're wrapping up the pokemon legends arceus uh runaround so we're getting typhlosion as a ghost type uh don't don't bring golden go uh every like the, the <laughs> thing that cracked me up when they first announced it i hopped on reddit and the, like the first like dozen comments were like listen i swear to god if you bring golden go to this raid you're an idiot <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who are just going to think like, oh, I'm just going to bring in Golden Go and get nuked. Um, no, it shouldn't be too hard. Like, you know, uh, like Houndoom I saw was a potential uh, choice that could be could be good because, you know, Houndoom's got the, the ability where it gets powered up if it gets hit by a fire type attack. Um, and but- another another one was... Um, uh, Azamaril, obviously. But isn't but isn't that what Houndoon's type was in Legends? Fire Dark. It's a Fire Dark. Oh. Yeah, no. Typhlosion was a fire ghost. Typhlosion yeah. was. So that's that's kind of like the shtick. But you know, Typhlosion shouldn't be too hard because you know this is base Typhlosion and it has such sure. a terrible moveset. 
So I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they'll add something to make it a little bit more viable. Um, but it's like, I don't know, like Samurai wasn't very difficult. So no, um, I'm, I'm guessing this will be more of the same. Um, yeah, so that's that's coming. So that starts this weekend, the same day the Pokemon Stadium comes out, and then again the I think in like two weeks, and that then everyone's guessing that it's going to be a lead into Pokemon Home finally getting added for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, mm -hmm. which I think I can everyone is very excited about. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, well, obviously, last if you were here last week, you heard our giant discussion which i thought was actually a very good discussion on the pokemon go changes and whenever that happens whenever or whenever we bring up like oh god pokemon go i always feel like we're like the only ones sometimes because a lot of people there's a, a lot of people who are still very pro pokemon go mm -hmm. but to see all the community really come out in full force and say no this is this is not this is stupid it's actually quite nice. Yeah, well, it kind of made me crack up, like because I saw like so, some people were like, "Oh yeah, it's Hear Us Niantic too." And it's like, "Oh yeah, this is the second time around." Oh yeah, right, like, right. Oh. When they invited a whole bunch of people uh, to oh, like man. talk, you know, they, they invited a bunch of uh, big time streamers and whatever to uh, come talk about the the issues and whatever in the game, and they're like, then and, and then everyone came out and said, "It's going to be okay, everyone." Niantic heard us. It's going to be great, and here we are. Again. Yeah, so uh, everyone has come out. There's a, the, like Hear Us Neantic has been trending. A lot of big time content creators and all that stuff are all criticizing, um, you know, the recent moves to limit remote raids. Uh, Neantic is trying to kind uh, they're they're trying to kind of shift gears a little bit, and I don't want to say ignore the problem, but you know, <laughs> I, I feel like they are very set. And they definitely think that this move of like getting rid of remote raids, right. they, but they're not getting rid of it, just severely limiting it, um, is a necessary change. Um, uh, so we're getting Pokemon contests probably soon. They haven't formally announced it yet, but they <laughs> they added it into the code. Uh, so that's that's probably something that will be coming back in the not too distant future. So, yeah, Christian, as someone who just recently lived through the the great D and D debacle, mm -hmm. uh, do you think this, where on a scale of one to ten, where does this rank in comparison, and do you think things may change? So the, there's a couple of like really really key differences. Uh, between, sure, and the, and the like, fact that the the OGL was leaked and this is the Niantic is coming out and saying we're making these changes. Yeah, like you know, uh, there's that. Uh, there's a lot of like weirdo backpedaling that went on with the OGL, um, and sure. also like I hate to be like this, but the big difference is uh, Wizards of the Coast. You know, they're they're used to like some level of fan discontent. But um, they were, you know, there were like competing visions for what D and D was, um, sure. and that how the OGL related to that. And you know, initially the corporate suits won out, and then the corporate suits did not realize how big of a deal it was. Sure, um, and that's when it got, you know, like that that entire thing got kneecapped. Um, mm -hmm. With Niantic, they know they have the, the they actually have the data on this, and so it's 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 a lot different. Um, you know, and 
you know, I do not think that while everyone's like coming out and saying it and stuff like that, um, you know, all the messaging that's come out of Neantic so far has been basically like, honestly, guys, this really doesn't impact a large percentage of you. Right. I mean, because Neantic is probably sitting back at home being like, okay, everyone's throwing a, a temper tantrum, but okay, there's still millions of people currently playing catching Pokemon right now. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's the big difference was, you know, with Wizards of the Coast, like with Dungeons and Dragons, because that is a tabletop game. Sure. Um, even though there are like online components that Wizards of the Coast has the ability to track, you know, one thing that they can't track other than through surveys and feedback and stuff like that is, you know, uh, all the stuff that was going to be impacted by the OGL. And they did not, they failed to comprehend how much people like, like that content and how much of an impact, you know, making those changes would do on uh, things uh, with Neantic. They have, the, they have the data. So, um, unless, unless, you know, enough people are willing to, and the, the other thing is they are willing to take the hit financially remote raid passes are currently their top selling product and they don't like that. And that's, that's like the thing. It's like, if, if, if they are, you know, committed to kneecapping their most popular product, you know, what, what, how else can you hurt them? Um, cause right. the, and, and that's, I, I disagree with it, obviously, but you know, the thing is with Pokemon Go is, you know, Pokemon Go is their driver for all the data that they use to feed all of the other games. Um, so if people are remote writing, they're not getting that data and they can't use that to build other games. So that's, that's, you know, really what it is. It's like apples and oranges. That's fair. Um, all right. Adam, you playing, you playing Go? You play a lot of Go? Yeah, man, it saved me yesterday trying to avoid conversations with every in-law. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, let me, let me ask you this. Um, are you, are you mostly a free player or, or are you, you tossing some coin? I've tossed some coin when you play. I've yeah. tossed, I've tossed some coin to it. Uh, very, I am not the world's biggest, um, I wasn't the world's biggest uh, mobile game purchaser um, mm-hmm. until until uh, Marvel Snap came around. Right. And, and, yeah, that was bad. And, so are you? So have you? So how long have you been playing Go? Uh, I mean, it's been on my phone since it first came out. But, sure, but um, since you, but since you've recently every, seen the Pokemon, I mean, yeah, the Pokemon Go has actually been pretty, pretty. I, I don't want to say constant, but consistent. Sure. I guess just mindless scrolling, you know, between that and you, TikTok, that's all I do. Have you been, do you do a bunch of raids or do you mostly just do catching and stuff like that? Yeah, just catching and stuff. So like this, that. so, so like all this brouhaha, you're just like, I don't, I don't care. Stop whining. I love drama. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like between this and the OGL stuff, I just started, I started uh, like uh, my first ever D&D campaign right as the OGL stuff started kicking off. And I'm like, man, this is, perfect you know every time i i pivot fandoms or hobbies or interests you know so the proverbial crap hits the fan so um no yeah man it's uh it's great uh <laughs> what's uh, i mean i got so I, I have like we were just talking about right like i got to imagine there's a lot of like people who are in uh you know adam's shoes where he's just like you know adam just like, like you just play where like for me and i've been in, like super open uh and kind of vocal about this like there is an aspect of like i like playing online with people right mm-hmm. like and mm-hmm. so 
doing raids with folks is uh is a lot of fun for me and so but like now that it's harder and i can't do it from my office then i don't want to do it well and the 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 thing is is that the and this this is what kind of supports the whole math is like you know people who participate in raids are like a lot of money yeah they spend a lot of money but they're also very much like the minority of the player base True. Like, you know, like a lot of people will be like, oh, if I see a group of people, you know, like and they're doing a raid, I'll try to hop in. But otherwise, right. there's just not the, yeah. you know, the, that that like, you know, to, to the grandma that's playing in Singapore, they're not raiding <laughs> on the regular, you know, and right. that, or the that, or the guy or the guy who shows up with 12 phones like he's, yeah. he's fine. He's doing it on his own. Yeah. So that's that's like the thing. It's just like, you know, they don't consider that to be their core player. Um, which it's, it's, it's both weird and refreshing in a lot of ways. Like it's refreshing in that they're like, yeah, we're not chasing after the whales. Um, like that's, that's like, man, don't you just wish that was like a healthy mindset for, you know, the like service games, because it seems like every other game is always chasing after the whales. But I think the, but like the other, um, community, but like there, there is a big community aspect into that. Most Pokemon go streamers. Mm Hmm are raiders like even like like the big like the big big ones yeah but how how big is like the pokemon go streaming really like and i i i mean i could i mean i mean there there are there are like as someone who was following it for a while Mm -hmm. uh and like you know still follow like a bunch of them on twitter and things like that um it's 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 big it's it's a, but it's like but like think of it this way though right like that's free advertising for them and that's enough like enough to get people to either right like some of these streamers had three to five thousand people at a time watching them and was and was more often than not like hey if you want to jump in this raid with me that's like true. you can go and do it and if you didn't have a raid pass you're buying one to go mm-hmm. play with your favorite streamer right and so you know ranking in the chat goes i used to spend two to three hundred dollars every two weeks on the game and now i don't you know we don't megan megan talks about it all the time like she she buys a ton of she used to buy a ton of stuff in pokemon go and you know just doesn't anymore so well whatever we'll see we will see what happens I just closed. I accidentally closed the window with the notes. Uh, uh, there we go. Oh, the, this is actually probably the biggest news of the week. There was this big- huge news coming up. Uh, there's a big shakeup at Creatures Inc. Uh, so Creatures Inc. For those of you who are uh, unfamiliar with the like arcane ways of the Pokemon Company, uh, Creatures Inc. is one third uh, owner of the Pokemon Company. Uh, they are primarily responsible for the Pokemon trading card game. And they also do all the 3D modeling uh, for the Pokemon games. That's also like within their like wheelhouse. It's one that, you know, uh, then the 3D modeling looks pretty freaking great. Uh, so the president of Creatures Inc. up until uh, like last week was the president of the Pokemon com- uh, company, uh, Mr. Uh, Ishihara. And he has stepped down as the president of Creatures Inc. And he's been replaced. Give me one second. I'm pulling up um, uh, the, the 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 news. Um, give me one second. Sorry, guys. Um, I don't know why I didn't have this up. Um, he's been replaced by uh, Yuji Katano, uh, who was you know he's the producer for the Pokemon trading card game. So. You know, over in Japan, they usually don't do a lot of like 
explaining like corporate moves like this. Um, but you know, from the looks of it, this doesn't seem to be like, oh, big shakeup, you know, they, they fired somebody or something like that. You know, there's like a youth movement going on within the Pokemon company. We've seen it at the Pokemon company itself. We've seen it with, uh, Game Freak and, you know, basically people who have been involved from the early state of the franchise kind of like taking a step back and letting the new generation. And this seems to be more of this because, uh, Yuji Katano has been involved. Uh, with the Pokemon training card game uh, since uh, the, the you know, for years. And mm-hmm. he um, and his new executive vice president, which is uh, uh, Mr. Kimura, uh, has been uh, involved with the Pokemon company and has been working on, you know, the probably like the modeling uh, for the Pokemon games all the way back to Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. So it's not like these. this is like, oh, you know, they've brought in some outsider. No, it seems to be like a succession plan. Um, and, you know, creatures like the Pokemon trading card game has never been more popular. Um, so it, it's this seems like it's um, just more of a, you know what, these guys got this. Um, and kind of going from there. Um, so that's, that, that was pretty interesting though, because, you know, it's uh, not very often that something like this happens in the corporate world of Pokemon that we know about at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, but there's always like a little bit of that, that strange feeling and like, well, what does this mean? Like, are there going to be like a bunch of changes or whatever? And it's like, no, I mean, that's not necessarily going to be what the case is here, but, uh, well, and it was yeah. really it was really funny because um, when people were talking about all of this, you know, I, I think like one of the context the the context that a lot of like the articles were missing were who the replacements were. They right. they just like took the the news thing. And were like, ah, this is a big deal. And it's like, uh, you know, uh, kind of, yeah, sure. But you know, the the people that they're being replaced by are literally the folks who are probably doing a lot of the day to day stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, to rank in, to the best of our knowledge, Mr. Uh, Ishihara is remaining in charge of um, the the um, Pokemon company. Uh, so yeah. he's not stepping down from the head of the Pokemon company. He was both the president of the Pokemon company and also the president of Creatures, and now he's only in charge of one. It's just like, you know, Junichi Masuda um, moving from Game Freak to the Pokemon company. I mean, I'm sure there's changes for him, but, you know, it's kind of the same old uh it, it's not like they're losing talent here right no. right uh one of the other things we left out of the news rundown christian okay. i think it was one of your one of your biggest stories uh of the weekend was uh, the pokemon companies being sued by monster in the past oh was was uh being sued by monster energy drink yeah so this this was a story so i I didn't include it specifically because it was in the past but it makes sense that we should talk about this because adam who is you know uh very infamously a member of snack chat um you know so we should talk about this uh monster energy uh recently sued some indie game company for the use of the word monster in their title and so um, when re- covering this, the, this, there was a Japanese website called Atonmaton, I think. Um, and they brought up the fact that Monster Energy has filed something like 122 different trademark complaints against various like companies, including some ones that we know very, very well, um, such as, like you know, so they, they sued over Pokemon X and Y. They sued over... 
uh, Pokemon Black and White. They sued over Monster Hunter, the just the <laughs> name of the franchise. And it was always because uh, they used the word monster. And like Monster Energy is like, yeah, no, we're a video game brand, guys. You know, totally, you know, like our, our brand is all about like gaming energy or some full, I shouldn't say that word. Uh, but, you know, and, uh, you know, and every time it's been denied. So this yeah. wasn't happening. This, <laughs> none of this had happened recently, but, you know, I kind of got like, re- and like, none of this is a surprise if you follow Monster. Sure. Uh, like, you know, I, I guess this is pretty known, but yeah, I, I was like, oh, this is a weird story. Yeah, sure. Let's write it up. And it was like one of our top stories. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh, this isn't really a like, r- like pertinent, very timely story. Like, you know, a Pokemon company got sued like 12 years ago over <laughs> by monster, but yeah, you know, weirder things have happened. We love it. Adam, do you drink Monster Energy? No, no. I, uh, you know that uh, that skeleton meme where like the skeleton soul is leaving the skeleton. That's how I feel uh, anytime I, I drink a monster. I just want to know what the are they just trying to monopolize the word monster? I yeah, guess. I just basically. Yeah, it's just bizarre the thought process behind it. Whatever, you know. Oh. I've I've never confused anything with Pokemon with monster. The energy drink. I don't see any like trademark conflicts or anything there. But the the good news is is that Japan's trademarks like law is much more like cut and dry and much more like you know like they don't take kindly to you know what's basically like the legal equivalent of trolling. And so mm-hmm. like every time one of these things have gone filed, like you know you don't have to file like a counterclaim. Like the Japanese trademark you know, like the patent office will just basically rule on it. And every time they're just like, no reasonable person would confuse the two. And that was it. Um, It was really interesting though. Apparently uh, that really weird Greek game, Immortals Phoenix Rising, I think was called Mm -hmm. that got, they part, they claimed they didn't change their name, but originally that game was called gods and monsters. And, you know, they got sued. And then a little while later, they changed their name. And, uh, they claim it has nothing to do with anything. They just changed it because they want better branding because God's mm, monster yeah. sounds super generic. But, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I'm sure the lawsuit didn't help. Um, I thought that was really interesting, too. Yeah. Um, uh, I love it. All right. When we get back, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk about Scarlet and Violet, where it is now, how we're feeling about it, and uh, we'll do the Pokemon fact of the week. We'll catch yeah. you in 60 seconds. <laughs> At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. 
Christian so aptly named this segment as giving Pokemon Scarlet and Violet a second chance. So this is a funny story because when I asked Adam to come on, uh, I was like, you know what? Uh, it, it, this all kind of ties in because when I found out that Adam had like fallen hard into Pokemon, I haven't like played, I hadn't up to that point played Pokemon in a while. Like, you know, I played it during the initial run through. Um, I had other things to do. Um, and quite frankly, I didn't think it was that good of a game. And so I put it down and I didn't come back up to it. And, um, uh, after, and, uh, after Adam was like, oh yeah, I'm playing through Pokemon Scarlet. Um, I was like, you know, I have not tried it since they released some of those patches. Uh, and I gave it a second go. Um, and you know, I did a couple of the raid, like the big seven star raids. And, you know, some of the raids are still like just awful, but you know, at least I like, can kind of understand how it, how it all works. Um, you know, and some of the patches, you know, made me kind of revisit my feelings about Pokemon Scarlet. And because here's the thing is like, now I've been like finding myself playing Pokemon Scarlet, like casually, like I did with Pokemon Sword and Shield. And we've, we've talked about like Pokemon Sword and Shield in past episodes. And basically, you know, like I put in tons of hours um and and you know sword and shield and um you know and now i'm like falling into the same hole with pokemon uh scarlet and violet and so i figured it's like oh let's let's revisit pokemon scarlet and violet as our deep dive mm, i love it yeah so so adam you you <laughs> didn't <laughs> play through pokemon scarlet during the dark times <laughs> I did. no i didn't even know there were there were dark times man it's just been nothing but sunshine and rainbows over here man I so adam what's your what's your team right um so i just changed it because i'm trying to to get other people leveled up because as as i found out come the raids you know it's not always um wise use to the same, use team the same character That's over right. and over and over um crooked isles on it lucario's on it um, I th- who did I just level up? Um, and and the other four really rotate. Honestly, mm-hmm. with each passing hour or something, man, I just get sure. distracted. And I right now I'm trying to complete the Pokedex is what I'm trying to do. So as soon as someone evolves, I bump them out and say, "Sure, peace, see you later." Um, are you finding Are you finding that difficult to do, or are you finding it? Like, like, obviously, there's always going to be a sense of a grind for for that mm, kind of yeah. stuff. But is the grind better, worse, or just as you expected it to be? Uh, I'd might say a little worse compared to the other games. Uh, just because now you have to level people up with, you know, the let's go feature and things like that. I'm like, I, I don't mind the grind if it's just leveling them up and, and battling and things like that, you know, but then there's the whole open world thing and sending them out and, and all that stuff, then stones and whatever, you know, there's uh, a lot of, uh, see, now I'm complaining because it's too dynamic, you know, <laughs> make, make this stuff more two dimensional, please. But no, it's, uh, I'd say, you know, I, I like it a little bit less than, uh, you know, like Soul Silver, I'm playing. That's one of the best sure. video games I've ever played in my entire life. Um, uh, have you gotten bit? Have you gotten bit by the shiny bug? No, no, shiny, not shiny. What I, I love, I love all Pokemon. 
Yeah. Do you have any shinies? No, that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's probably very much why once i get a shiny i'll be like yeah it's great whatever i'm shiny right. all the way but no not yet uh, i'm trying to get a, a sense like for me i don't know why i am because i've played the game post patch and i and i do think it's made it's made playing the game much easier yeah uh and a lot a lot of the stuff that has has been addressed in that so there's still some weird weird stuff going on for me i don't have the same uh, excitement i guess that i did around sword and shield and objectively i like the setting of Scarlet and Violet better than Sword and Shield. But I found myself playing Sword and Shield a whole lot more. Yeah. Well, that was that was like the thing with me was I I you know, like I said, I played Sword and Shield for like 3 years. Like yeah. straight. Um and Scarlet and Violet, I at no point in time did I have that like same like like draw like ah like here and some of it was just like I'd done all the stuff like i had completed the pokedex for sword and shield why sure. do that again for scarlet and violet um and, you know so like yeah i i felt like the same way um i do think that the improvement patches do make like a they big do. difference like you they know really not do. having like the stupid lag uh mm-hmm. like is a huge perk especially um, like running into it like that running into like big cities and whatever like yeah. that whole i mean that was awful <laughs> It was, it was. Really um, the game breakingly bad. Um, Adam, do you do many of the raids? Uh, yeah. What's I been do. What's been your experience there? Uh, hit or miss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very much hit or miss. Um, it's all right. I mean, again, I feel that's more of a grind than anything else in the game. You know, well, it's yeah. The- the thing with raids that I've uh, the that I've um, you know kind of kind of like gotten really annoyed about um, is that sometimes like you know the the stuff stacks up to the point you know so it's like you know like okay um, because when you hit certain milestones the raids do certain things like you know they suddenly clear all the negative effects they create the energy ring that you have to bust mm-hmm. through and stuff like that and sometimes they still they still do that they stack up and there's like a real big lag and you're just like i haven't gotten to do anything yet in like 30 <laughs> seconds like this this please for the love of god like let me let me just enter in my yeah. attack um I, I do think that you know now that i have like like level 100 pokemon <laughs> like the raids are a little bit easier and like i'm paying a little bit more attention to them so like i i i don't get as many like busts uh in pokemon uh in in the raids than i like i used to like what it used to drive me nuts because with those five star raids i think it was because the there weren't a lot of people who were doing them or at least right. doing them and well. or, or had pokemon super powered enough to yeah and i think them. that was like a big issue um now it's a little bit smoother to, although occasionally like i did a raid i did a raid this weekend oh what was it 
uh, I don't even remember what the Pokemon was, but we got just like blasted like so badly. Like after like a minute, I was like, I might as well just run from this raid. This is a waste of everybody's <laughs> time. Um, because like, every, like part of it was, was that they, they had coverage on a move. Like I, I think everybody but me brought like a fire type in and like suddenly it was like, Oh, by the way, this, they, they actually have a ground type attached. And like, I was like, Oh, well, you know, that's not that shocking. Uh, but everyone else was getting smoked. And I was like, God, this sucks. This is just the freaking worse. Yeah. Um, I was going to go through no, some, no. Of the, the, some of the chat comments real quick. Rankin saying, you know, biggest complaints for Scarlet and Violet is that the Corridon and Mordon are shiny locked and that the new Pokemon introduced through raids don't have their own Pokedex entry, which, I mean, it's, a, it's valid. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty valid. I mean... But Pokemon Sword and Shield was the same way. Um, like it's annoying from the collector standpoint, but it, like, sure. you know, I, I, like I think that a lot of those will get solved because you know there's very very clearly going to be more than one Pokedex. Like the, the literal games, how the Pokedex is set up in that game is just for different volumes. So right. it, it'll get solved eventually. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, those are pretty valid complaints. Scholar going, I miss going into buildings to talk to the NPCs and find that extra is. TMs and hidden treasures. Mm-hmm. Uh, the floor sparkles are fine, but unsatisfying. And then Ava Vaporeon going, the glitchy, tedious raids can be so off-putting. You put all this work into uh, into great Pokemon only for <laughs> some, something to go wrong and pair up with someone who's level 70 starter. The, uh, the- only thing that really annoys me about the raids like like the the worst part about it is so when you're like trying one of the things i like about pokemon and scarlet's raids and uh like sword and shield did the same thing you could hop into your other version um so if you had sword you could do shield and you could do the shield raids and get yep. pokemon that you couldn't yep. get that's how i got like applin and you know pokemon sword um it really drives me nuts when like you have a bad raid when someone just you know mucks it up for you and you can't get back into that um Mm -hmm. like i'm almost to the point where i'm like past that because i'm only missing like a handful of uh you know exclusive pokemon that you can get through raids but it's like man that's that's that just feels bad um like when you do like a dragapult raid then you don't have you know you don't have dragapult and then like somebody just like oh yeah i'm going to bring like a freaking psychic type to this raid and you're like why are you doing this like why why are you hurting me this way it's like oh i'm just gonna bring a dragon type i'm christian this this is going to be your weekly episode reminder that this is a game made for children Oh yeah, and you know, and those and kids, so someone's crazy. someone's seven year old is probably jumping into that raid, going, "All right, let's do it." And oh man, you know, so you know, it happens. It happens. Like I can't. That stuff is incredibly frustrating. And like I, that, but that's, but to me, I think that's more of a fault of again the Nintendo online gaming, uh, you know, platform than it is necessarily the game because I think if Nintendo had a better platform for this stuff or, or, or you know it would be easier to do i just like i said i just wish there was a way that if you failed a raid you could get back into that raid. Yes. yeah like yeah you know uh that that is my only my only wish and like i get it to some extent because like when you're doing those seven star raids and somebody like messes that one up you're like get out get out 
like yeah. leave. Like I don't want you here. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this with my super optimized team. And like every, you know, if you're you're not playing, if you don't understand what the meta is for this, like get out. <laughs> but it's like you know, for like five star raids, it's like you know, the, the, just don't bring a bad Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah. All right. we gotta we gotta jump to the pokemon fact of the week because i got a boogie oogie in uh, yeah. in 10 minutes so let's get let's get this up oh, and yeah. out so uh we we've talked about talked about spoink and grumpig before uh so you know spoink has what is possibly the most horrifying pokemon fact <laughs> of, of all that you know spoink will literally die if uh, it stops bouncing, which raises up all sorts of just awful freaking questions. Like, it's just like, like literally its heart cannot function unless it is bouncing. It literally straights up. The shock of the bounce is what causes its heart to beat, which like one, it's like, this is a game about evolution. How did this Pokemon survive this long? It's, um, it's, it's crank. Just it's, it, it's yeah, life, right? Yeah. Like, well, man, Jim, that's a, that's a reference. I didn't think we wanted to introduce kids to. Yeah, kids. <laughs> if, if you're one of the, like, you know, 45% of our audience that is under the age of 17, go and look up the movie crank. No, don't look it up. Ask your, ask your, ask your parents about it. And then, Tell them Jim Viscardi recommended it to you. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we're not talking about you know uh, Spoink because we've we've already done that. Pokemon okay, actually. that movie reference is no less dark than what we just talked about about the Pokedex entry. Okay, uh, I, yes, Jim. But <laughs> Spoink, Spoink does that Pokedex entry does not fe- feature multiple scenes that you know children are not allowed to sure, watch. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yes, children do not go watch them. Don't go watch that movie. Anyways, just put it uh, on the list of things you can watch when you're older. So you Grumpig, uh, Grumpig, like the the weird thing about Grumpig is, is that all of its Pokedex entries really want you to know that it dances as it's like doing its weirdo um, like thing. And this is like, it just cracked me up where it's just like, yeah, like Grumpig dances as it uses its hypnotic powers. It's like, why is the pig dancing? What what is going on here? Well, with but this? like all of the entries like also talk about the black pearls on its body. Well, and I like I would love for one of the entries to at least tell me where they came from or why they're important. Like I mean, no, I don't want to know, but I but I do want to <laughs> know. <laughs> okay. Don't you don't? But if you want to find out, watch the movie. Crank. Yeah, but I mean, like, like is this is this is this is this body jewelry kind of thing? Like, did he just go get these like pierced on, and like the black pearls come from somewhere else, or 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 like? But like, I don't understand. Also, why does it give? Why does it give him power? Why does it give Grumpig powers? Well, and the weird thing is, is also there's like some weird Grumpig appropriation that's going on because apparently Grumpig's dancing style, which I don't know what the dancing style is, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's Grumpig's dancing style is very popular overseas. So there are people in the Pokemon world doing the Grumpig dance. Wow. <laughs> it's like the safety dance, only with Grumpig. Yeah, maybe he bought the uh, pearls at Burning Man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Are these like weirdo, like healing, uh, you know, pearls here that that he's doing here? Like, I just what? I don't understand. Have you ever seen the? Uh, it's like some some of the like mechan like the the animations for like the pixel animations for Grumpig. They are hilarious because you know, like some of them, some of them were like really smooth. You know how like the pixel animations for mm. like like the Gen three and Gen four games are like you know like pretty smooth like 
Grumpigs, like for like in black and white, just looks like it's like heavily breathing and it's just creeping me out. It's mm. it's got like really big, like you know, just walked up a stairs vibe. And um it's just oh man, no, no thank you. I just don't like I wanna know where like so I'm looking at the, the sprites because I wanted to see what the shiny color uh, was for it. It's not mm-hmm. it's not a bad combo. No, I, don't, I don't necessarily know if it makes sense. But like Grumpig went from having a very red nose in Gen 4 and 5 to going back to having like a regular pink nose. Like he looks more like a clown than than anything else in who he knows. Just looks- whatever. Uh, his his little smile that he has. It is truly one of the weirder designs. Everything I I do not like. <laughs> Spoink, Spoink is so uh, we've talked about in previous episodes, Adam. Like you know, Ruby mm-hmm. and Sapphire were the first games that I like didn't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when they came out, and I remember looking at some of the Pokemon designs and just being like, man, these are bad Pokemon designs. And and very specifically, like Spoink and Grumpig were two of them. Just like I mean, they no are. And I, I stand by that. Like I, I'm not a, I am not a uh, grumpig enthusiast. Oh, the pearl comes from clam pearl, but clam pearl doesn't have black pearls. I guess the, I guess the pearl, the pearl that Spoink has is, turns black. Maybe who knows? Okay, I, I focus no, well, way too much on the black. This pearl. is who knows? they're leaving it pearl. open for fan fiction, Joe. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there we no. go. Pokemon well, Attack you know, the week. Thank you, Christian. Well, th- no, thank you, Jim, for bringing up the classic <laughs> movie Crank. Um, <laughs> always, always a good podcast when we talk about Crank. <laughs> I think you're just more surprised that like the, that movie was brought up at all. Less, I am. Uh, I'm less, like genuinely. It's like wow, so what a day, uh, Adam. What with the what? it's a shock. No, I said it's it's like I have a uh, sense of shock. I never expected uh, <laughs> to talk about Crank on a Monday, let alone any other day, you know? Like, I don't think I talked about Crank immediately after seeing the movie. <laughs> you know? All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you, everyone. If you want to catch the show live, twitch.tv forward slash comic book to watch the show live. Uh, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific is when we do that. Thanks for everyone who came to chat with us. It was great to see Rankin back in the chat. We missed you, buddy. Uh, although Rankin's back, back and lost Calder. So Calder, if you're listening, we miss you, buddy. Uh, but thank you again, everyone else. Uh, Ava Vaporeon and Zenpai and Scholar, all you folks. We love having you. Adam, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I do this. Got to do this more often. If you want to follow us continue the conversation all that jazz at pokemon pod cb is where you can find us on twitter otherwise you can find me at jim viscardi christian is at seahoffer c bus and adam is at adam barnhart oh yes and also amazing smog 37 yes we thank you for thank you for being here all right folks about you go uh go maybe play pokemon go 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 give scarlet and violet another shot if you haven't played in a while since the patches and things like that go do it i think you're you'll really enjoy it uh for sure it's definitely gotten much better and you know uh the the expansion packs the dlc can't come soon enough nope nope it'll be next few months will be interesting for scarlet and violet because i think people were really down on scarlet uh, sword and shield up until those dlcs came out and then people and then it was yeah. love that game. Not me though. I still loved it. All right, everyone. 
Have a good rest of your week. We'll catch you same time, same place next week. See you later. We'll be right back.